We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Tony Colombo here with producer Carl Middleman. Hello. The new Chad and my partner, Bo Matthews. Bo, what's Present. happening? Present. Yeah, what's going Not on? Not much, man. Uh, waiting for the sub-zero temperatures to come. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? It's um, I I, I actually am looking forward to a good freeze because it... Uh, Keeps the bugs under control. Going into the spring. <laughs> it does. I'm not kidding. So stink bugs. They've been. We've got, we found about three of them in our house. I don't know. They look like little uh, little like Star Wars ships. You know. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know where they came from a yeah. few years ago, but uh-huh. we, we've found three of them, and killed them. Of course, our neighbors. They said their whole house is. You know, they're oh. all over. The house. I'm like, what is that about? No, I mean, it's... not 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 all over, but I mean, they they've got more than three. I Enough. Think. It's very true. We talk about um, uh, I've talked about this with Dave Murray over, many times over the years that if you go through a winter where you never really have a deep freeze, the bugs in the spring are terrible. You need that deep freeze to kill off a big chunk of the the bugs. So we need we we need one good and it needs to last for several days. It can't just be one night. It's got to last for several Dude, days. We need one good deep freeze. We had a moth freeze. in our house the other day. Moth. We had a moth. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Because we haven't. Because it's been a, such a mild winter. We don't. It doesn't need to last. One reason. Doesn't need to go on for months. We don't need tons of snow, but we do need one good solid freeze that lasts a few days because. I hate bugs in the spring. And that's why we left Florida, because, man, the bugs down there, mm-hmm. they just don't die. Yeah, exactly. Big Bad news. They, they, totally. I remember they said uh, we had a we had a you know a nice home in Orlando and a, and a lanai over the pool. Mm. And I remember the newscasters uh, were saying, okay, the only thing you can battle these uh, huge grasshoppers with is a two-by-four. And they showed a picture of one of these bugs in the guy's hand, and it was about two and a half inches long. On my on my screen cover for my pool, I had about a five inch long and big green like a big capsule mm. uh, grasshopper, and I'm like, dude, you you didn't you need to bring your cameras over here. This is this is how big they're getting. <laughs> Quit but bragging. That's definitely one of the reasons we got out of there because nothing dies there except people. 
Well, <laughs> from other people. And I don't meth. know. I, I don't know. I think I could put up with it if I was in Orlando. But that's a, that's a, crocodile. That's a story for a different day. Mm. You're thinking Mickey Mouse, and that's all you're, you're right. Thinking. I am thinking Mickey Mouse. Yep. I'm going. In Look, like three he hasn't weeks. died either. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> all righty, we got a great show on tap for you today. A little bit later on, we are going to talk to our buddy Mike Marfell, the professional fisherman. He is going to join us for the end of the show, and then also for the podcast exclusive. Of course, we put out two pod. Excuse me, two podcasts of this mm. show every week. The show podcast goes out on Friday. The podcast exclusive goes out on Monday. Get the podcast anywhere you get podcasts, but I would recommend the radio.com app because that's the best place to get it. Uh, We're also going to talk to Virginia Cruda, our friend from the Daily Caller, in the next segment. And right now, joining us as he does every week at this time, our good friend Aaron Tarlow from Southern Armory. Aaron, how's it going, my friend? Good. How are you guys? Not too bad. What's happening at uh, Southern Armory right now? What's the What's the vibe in the store? Uh, I mean, it's uh, busy. It is what it is. Nothing's, <laughs> nothing's changed, you know. Inventory's right. still still tight, and uh, people come in and they're like, "Where's the guns?" And it's like, <laughs> what, do you, "What do you want?" You know, like, "Do you we'll, have we'll a bug problem?" Um, I had a stink bug in the house the other day. One of we've only found one, and mm. it was really weird. And I was like, hey, Jessica, she comes over and I go, see that? She goes, yeah. It's what about? I'm like, I don't know, you know. So, but, uh, I think it's Chinese drones. It might be. They're, there you go. They're listening to us. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, we still got magazines, uh, ARs, you know, handguns coming through. We just had a pretty decent Glock order uh, come in and uh, – most of that's gone now, so um, you know it is what it is. Hey, um, Aaron, you know we we keep waiting for. It's kind of weird because Joe Biden, President Biden, has done so much in the first couple of weeks. It's kind of he's kind of slowed down here recently, but you know, right out of the gate you? there, yeah, all of these executive orders and executive actions, but none of them really targeted the Second Amendment, and it was kind of, that kind of left some people scratching their head because you know he said that there was various Second Amendment issues that he was going to address on day one, and and he hasn't. So I think a lot of people are kind of waiting for that other uh, shoe to drop. Um, In the industry, do you as an owner of a gun store or just from the contact, from the people you know, um, when something is about to happen, do you get any type of heads up like – when the bump, when the bump stock thing happened, when the when uh, Trump just when Trump banned bump bump stocks, did you guys have any idea before that happened, or did it just all of a sudden like if you had bump stocks on the on the counter or on the shelf, you had to you had to throw them away? How does that work? So yeah, I mean we we saw it coming, um, and honestly, you know we, we've talked about this before. It sold out, you know, ridiculously quick. Um, at the shop, and it was just like, all right, well, that's crazy. Let's see if we can get some more. And then, of course, you know, nobody's got any um, to be found. And they were never a big seller to begin with. But as soon as they started talking about uh, whether right. or not right. you know, they were going to ban them, now everybody had to have. Yeah, them. They weren't popular so, until somebody said you couldn't have it. <laughs> yeah, and and it's going to be the same thing with, um. You know, a lot of the things that they're going to want to ban, you know, they started talking about banning AR-15s and AK-47s, you know, under the Obama administration when I was, you know, 21, 22 maybe. And uh, I went out and and got one. 
So, right, right. Uh, you know, and I wasn't even in industry um, back uh, back at that time. So, uh, you know, you're that's what you're going to see. You know, you're going to see these people go, well, I got to have one, you know. How does it um, how does it work um how does it work as far as like let's let's take um high capacity magazines. You've already got some on order from a manufacturer and then Joe Biden writes this executive order. Are you is that is that order just now automatically canceled and you're not going to get them or is everything that was already purchased or in the works is that sort of grandfathered in and once it's gone it's gone? Do you have to go out to your if you have a high capacity magazine in the case in the store do you have to go out and get it and and Put, take it. How does does it does so, it an act yeah, I mean, take take an action right immediately when the action is written? Yeah, it's gonna be uh, honestly, it's gonna be depending on how they write it. You know, I was surprised that they went as far as they did with the bump stock, saying, "Hey, if you have this, your gun is now machine gunned, so you got to cut it up." Um, I was like, "That's amazing." Mm-hmm. You know, um, if you look at what they had done. Uh, in the past with as far as the magazine ban and stuff and even, um, you know, it was part of the assault weapons ban as a whole. Uh, the ARs, we had what they called, you know, pre-ban ARs. And the pre-ban ARs still hold value today in certain uh, states because they were manufactured before that law went into effect. So we'll get like a, a really old Colt in and we'll not sell it in store. It'll go right on to the interwebs and somebody in like Massachusetts will pick it up because it was made before a particular date and that gun is legal to own uh, in their state. But they can't go buy a brand new you know, rifle specialist AR that we get uh, in store, you know, like 10 a week. They, they can't buy one of those. But they can buy the old Colt. And the weird part about that is, is you know, they can change the upper receiver. You know, the, the lower is still, you know, the firearm, and that was still made before that particular date. So it's just intricacies in some of these states just make no mm-hmm. sense whatsoever. I think the, uh, uh, I think the biggest thing that's uh, concerning is that they haven't, you know, that uh, President Biden has not done a move yet against guns. It's almost like... This is the one segment that they're really doing their due diligence on to make sure they can write it the way they want it. And all of a sudden, it's going to be a headline, and you know, whenever it happens, and everybody's going to go, oh, crap. Um, and because the first gun control bill that uh, Biden wanted to push in the first 100 days was to make the gun makers and the sellers, hmm, Aaron, uh, civilly yeah. liable for misuse of guns that they sell, meaning you know, if a, if a gun is used in a crime, an accident, or even suicide, it's not about a... Uh, uh, product liability issue uh, or where laws are violated, uh, such as selling a gun without a valid background check. Yeah. Uh, the problem is, is if somebody, you know, hurts themselves or a family member or something like that, then the family can sue that gun maker. Yeah. yeah now Ruger, that, now like, Ruger is on the line for the crime that was committed by somebody that used one of their guns. You know, make, yeah, make, let's talk. Let's talk about uh, suing uh, automakers that you know kill yeah. somebody in a car yeah, crash right. while I was driving right. this vehicle. Exactly. It it, it it makes no sense. But, but like I said, their silence on this issue is is kind of frightening. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that makes perfect sense. You know, if I get hit by a drunk driver today, I should be able to sue uh, Ford. Should be able to sue Jack Daniels. The they bought it from. Yeah. Yeah. The the 
whatever alcohol they were drinking, I should be able to sue the bar, the bartender, the yeah. owner of the establishment, uh, right down the line. You know, I should yeah. be, uh, you know, should be uh, should be my my right. No, I mean anything to remove personal accountability. I mean, come right. on, and it's... and that and that's just kind of where we're going. Um, I think you know the other part of that too is maybe a redistribution of wealth as an aspect of it as well. These these gun manufacturers, uh, ammunition manufacturers, you know, they're large companies. You yeah. know, hundreds. Yeah. I bet you hundreds of millions of dollars uh, or more a year, and. Um, you know, I mean, these—they're international. You know, what I'm saying you can buy, you can buy a Glock. You know, pretty much anywhere in the world. And uh, same thing with like, you know, federal ammunition and all sorts of stuff. I mean, the, this is just a worldwide deal. So right. this is a big industry, and they just see dollar signs. And I don't, I don't. You know, the the, the reality is, is you know, I don't blame. If I get hit by somebody, I'm not going to blame the the automaker. Of the car they're driving, right. you know, they could have right because that know, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I mean, not to be well, no. unless the brakes failed or something like that. Yeah, or your that, airbag yeah, yeah of course, well, right? Yes, that's worry, a, yes, you know. agreed, agreed, agreed. Uh, yes, yes. You know, and, and if you look, you know, like you had Ford Explorers. Yeah, if the gun know, blows up in somebody's hand because it wasn't manufactured properly, then that's something you can go after the manufacturer about. Yeah. But if somebody is using a gun um, and breaking the law with it, then that's not the manufacturer's yeah. issue. Yeah. Aaron, only got a couple minutes left. I did want to ask you, yeah. kind of change the subject a little bit. Is there any fad right now? Is there any? Um, is there a new sort of hot item? Um, that ammo. It, yeah, ammo. A, yeah. A, a, you know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. seriously, ammo or or maybe even like things like uh, pepper spray and tasers, since guns are so hard to get a hold of. Yeah, um, so we we are yeah, a lot of pepper spray, a lot of tasers. We get it from Saber. Which is right here in Fenton, so it's a, it's a Missouri-made product. You know, I mean, it's we're getting the thing when you buy like pepper spray from us. If we get it from Saber, that can of pepper spray came off the line. You know, with probably in the last thirty days. Like if you're getting up there, kind of when we're getting low on our inventory because we're going down there and getting orders probably every thirty, forty-five days, and it's literally pepper spray has this life of about five years, depending on how you keep it. And when you get it in some places, it could have been at a warehouse for a year. And that was the one thing we noticed when we would go through wholesale uh, distribution is that some of the product we would get would, have, would already be a year old or two years old. And so we just started going right to the manufacturer right in Missouri. And, um, we order it from them down in yeah. Fenton, uh, and we go down and literally uh, pick it up. Dude, you absolutely know. read my mind with that because – you know, um, having a 17-year-old daughter who drives and works, and, you know, my wife is not the kind of person that is prepared to um, carry a gun with her and her vehicle. But, you know, she's she's uh, uh, very much, you know, makes sure that she has her pepper spray, you know, her mace everywhere she goes. And so, you know, I have, there's a, there's a little, there's a little can of mace in uh, my daughter's car and my wife's car in my truck in our house, you know, you know, they're just everybody's got one everywhere. But you never, you know, God forbid, knock on wood, you never really have to use it. And I, one of those things could have been sitting in my wife's car for easily three, four, five years. So it's probably a good idea for people to realize that and turn those things. It's not like they cost very much, and turn those things over if they've been. If something's been, if a little can of pepper spray has been sitting in your garage or something for ten years, then it's probably time to get a new. Do they have expiration dates on them? 
they, I've never looked. It's the, I've never the looked. Propellant, it's the propellant that goes bad. Ah, uh, I see. Not the actual product. So if you've yeah, got and the one time that, that you would ever, <laughs> hope, you know, in your life that you might want to use it and I then feel it, in there. it fails, then, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be that would be so, terrible. The the thing I always tell people is like, you know, your wife that buys that like huge can of hairspray and then they get to, you know, they have it for like 10 years uh, and it they get to the end and they're like, well, I hear it in there, but it won't come out. Yeah, it's not, it's not that the, the it's the not that the product is isn't in there. Right. It's the it's, it's yeah. the pressure in yeah. there has has dissipated over time. Stab and it with a screwdriver. <laughs> no, do not stab. Throw it, it in a, a fire. <laughs> Don't do that either. Uh, you, you know, oh, I, I I got my wife Remington actually made one that uh, was a, a mace gel or I, I don't know pepper spray, yeah, but it looked like a, a little pistol. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. It yeah, looked yeah. like a it looked like a little pistol, cool. and uh, and I I wish these these manufacturers would give you an opportunity, whether it's in the store or whatever, to do a practice shot, just to oh, you know, you, or, or even yeah, you have ahead. those, don't you, Aaron? Yep. So actually, uh, you we do have the the pepper blasters, which is the pistol is talking about, but we have the training sprays. So if you've never you know played with pepper spray before, <laughs> you can buy Most the, the trainer spray <laughs> I and uh, spray it, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's 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 fun. I mean, I've I've gotten some buddies with it before. Uh, Ancha, somebody was like, "What's that little blue thing?" And I was like, "Oh, it's a training pepper spray." And Ancha, poor Ancha, she was sitting there. <laughs> And I was like, you know, watch. I'm just you know, the German like, shepherd for yeah, everybody. She's our, she's our dog, our shop dog. And I, <laughs> and I sprayed her with it. You know, this is water. Like, let's just, yeah. let's just be clear. It's yeah. just water. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Ancha looks at me and starts running away. And he's like, oh, is that hurting her? And I'm like, it's water. Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean no more than, like, her getting a bath. Yeah. But know? it's a great point, yeah. Bo. You should, you know, you go out to Southern Armory. Anybody, you know, you should, just like you practice with your gun, you should at least, you know, know what it feels like and how it, you know, how it fires out and how far it goes and all of that. And you can, uh, you can get those just practice. Yeah, you can get those yeah. practice uh, shots at and Southern Armory. Aaron, we got to, we got to yeah. wrap up. Um, remind people how they can find you if they want to buy the the practice pepper spray shot or see what's on the shelves and. And uh, take advantage of the things that you have before they uh, are gone again. How can yeah. people find Southern Armory? So we also have the pepper spray uh, in the simulator too. You can train with that. Oh, that's cool. it out. Yeah, and, and that's cool. It. So you, I mean, you get a you get an idea. Uh, anyway, you can find us at uh, 9901 Watson Road, one mile east of 270 and 44, and Southern Armory on Facebook. Second Amendment News Podcast on Facebook and SouthernArmory.com. SouthernArmory.com. That's SouthernArmory.com. And that is the owner of Southern Armory, Aaron Tarlow. Aaron, always great to talk with you, buddy. We'll talk to you same time next week. All right. Talk to you guys next week. Thanks Sounds for good. calling. You bet. All right. Let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll check in with our friend Virginia Cruda from The Daily Caller on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. 
you've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Tony Colombo here with new Chad, Carl Middleman. Hello. And, of course, Bo Matthews. Hello there. Big thank you to uh, the owner of Southern Armory, Aaron Tarlow, for joining us in that first segment. Always a great conversation with Aaron. If you missed any of it, make sure you download our podcast, as I mentioned. Two podcasts of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors go out every week. The show podcast, what you're listening to right now, goes out on Fridays, so you can actually get the show before it even airs on the weekends uh, and take it with you throughout your weekends. If you're going to be out in the great outdoors and want to take us with you, please do. And then the podcast exclusive we put out every Monday. You can get our podcast just about anywhere you get podcasts, but I recommend the radio.com app because the radio.com app is free. You can stream the station 24-7 on the radio.com app. You can rewind live radio on the radio.com app. And you can get this and every other show on the radio station's podcast there on the radio.com app. So make sure you are checking that out. Uh, in just a moment, we are going to talk to Virginia Cruder from The Daily Caller. And uh, in the next segment, we are going to get out into the great outdoors. And we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk some fishing with our buddy Mike Marfell, the professional fisherman. And he's going to stick around uh, for that podcast exclusive. So um, it's going to be a good long conversation with Mike, which is always great. Right now, let's go ahead and get Virginia on the line. Virginia Cruder from The Daily Caller, always great to talk with you, my friend. How's it going? Hi, it's going well. How are you? I cannot, I cannot complain. So uh, we were just mentioning in that um, uh, last segment with Aaron that as much action that has been taken by President Biden in his first couple of weeks in office, <laughs> uh, suspiciously, the Second Amendment has been pretty untouched so far. I don't think anybody expects that to last, but it is a little... Um, no. It's a little but it is a little weird that, you know, it was, you know, it was one of those things that he said he would address on day one. And he certainly didn't have any issue addressing everything else on day one. And so it's a little right. weird that a uh, little weird that uh, uh, he didn't he hasn't taken any action on on the Second Amendment yet. Uh, why do you why do you think that is? And, and how long until that changes, do you think? Well, a couple things. It It's not really front and center. That's mm, one. Yeah. Um, good point. Because nobody's been in school for 
what, 10 months. And so there haven't been any school shootings and there haven't been any, there's, there's no crisis upon which to capitalize. And they know that they don't have widespread support because you got people like Joe Manchin who has said repeatedly, he's not going to kill the second amendment. He won't do it. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, the last time I think Jake Tapper asked him about it and he's like, I went to the range yesterday, you know, (laughs) So I I don't see – they know it's unpopular um, basically anywhere outside of major cities. Gun control is unpopular. So I think that they're trying to do the things that they can maybe get some bipartisan support for, which it's it's interesting that, that I would phrase it that way just because they're already talking about using reconciliation and pushing things through. Mm-hmm. But if you listen to what they're saying, they do want Republicans to get on board. The problem is they want Republicans to get on board, but they're not willing to make any concessions to get them there. So it, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I'd almost have more respect for the argument of, you know, elections have consequences. We won, and now you have to do what we say. But this um, – you know, we want bipartisan support, and then when Republicans come and meet, they're like, yeah, we're not going to do that, and then just go ahead with yeah. reconciliation. Like, okay. Um, and so, you know, you've got Bernie Sanders arguing for that, even though it was bad when Republicans used it. Yeah. Um, and, it, yeah, it's it's just – it's a mess. And uh, But I think also um, – but just how unpopular gun control is, I think, is the big um, – yeah. The, the big issue because I, I agree again, you know, with Joe Manchin, he, he p- people keep looking at, and I heard a really, really excellent description of him earlier this week on the five Dana Perino and Jesse waters were talking about it. And they said that, you know, Joe Manchin, here he is sitting on the fence and Dana Perino said, you ever seen anyone who can sit on a fence like Joe Manchin? No, no, but, <laughs> no. But at the end of the day, he almost always votes Democrat. Right. And, uh, and Jesse Waters pointed out, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, he's hooked up with Republicans a few times, and now they think they're in a relationship. No, he's going home with the Democrats. Mm-hmm. The same and, could be know, said about Susan with Collins. Most issues, yeah, yeah. But I think that on gun control, they might get. I think they're afraid to push him on that because he's been so outspoken. Yeah, and and Bo, I mean, how many times have we talked on this show to people like Aaron and Jesse at Razorback and the guys at Osage County Guns? There's all of these first-time gun buyers, you know, millions of them around the country. You can't convince me that these are all Republicans. I think there are plenty no. of Democrats that have bought guns in the last year or so or, or you know, and, and have embraced their Second Amendment rights. And I think it'll be—I think it's one of those issues that Biden may see, the Democrats may see more pushback from their own— uh, side on. I mean, Bo, don't do you agree with that? Because I, I do, and I was I was just on a call before we started the show uh, with a friend of mine. He said even his Democrat friends uh, are worried about the the silence, the silence of the Second Amendment. What's going on? So I got to tell you, I would hate to play chess against you because you're really smart and you plan. You, you're thinking ahead like a couple of moves about you know. There's no school shootings going on. Nothing to go. Looky here, people. We need to do something immediately. That's that's like next level kind of thinking. But you're probably right. And now, you know, the conversation keeps coming up about the fence around the Capitol building with the razor wire. So Manchin can't sit yeah. on that fence for for very long. 
Uh, and I'm not no. trying to be funny because I, I believe that fence is up there for a reason. And I think they know what it is. I think they know what it is. And, you know, anytime there's a, a horrible wonder, shooting. I, I wonder about that fence because I was told that walls didn't work. Yeah, well, I've got but, a fence I mean, on my we've property. Been, we've, been told, we've been told how many times that walls don't work and we should just shut up about it. And, uh, and now we've got that. But, yeah, no – and Virginia, as you mentioned, we've also been told many times like, that re- reconciliation is no way and, and emergency action is no way to govern. Um, right. you know, and but that th- but you know what? I, that's not a that's not a, a, a Democrat hypocrisy thing. That's an all politicians no. hypocrisy thing. No, they all do it. Yeah, they all do it. And they all argue that because what I want is actually more important, that it's OK. And they all, you know. But but when I say it's an emergency, it really is one, you know, they're all. And the thing is that people can see that, though. Mm-hmm. And so it's still important to point it out, because the more people see that, the better. Virginia, what do you well, think about Joe Manchin? You mentioned him and, you know, he has gone along with the Republicans on some issues. But like you said, most of the time he he at, at the end of the day, he stays in lockstep with the Democrats the times that he has voted Republican, he's never, in my knowledge, ever been the deciding vote. So his feet have never truly been held to the fire where his vote would be would defeat a Democrat um, uh, agenda. Do you, now, just you I'm personally? Mistaken, do you trust him to hold the line on these issues? I'm not on many issues, no. But I do. I do think he is not kidding around about gun control. I think they might get you know, some peripheral things done if they really wanted to. Things like, um, well, I know they already pushed through like a bump stock ban and things like that. But something like that, I think they would be able to get past Joe Manchin. But a full-out ban on semi-automatic weapons? No, I don't think he's going to go for that. And you might but are they going to try? That's Democrats. the thing. Yeah. yeah. But you might actually get a couple more Democrats other than him to vote for that. Like John oh. Tester, Montana. You know, these guys who live out in rural areas and understand, I mean, he's already bucking the Biden administration. Uh, Tester is on Keystone saying, hey, I'm a farmer. You know, this is this is hurting us where we live. So the, I think you'll get a few Democrats. Uh, Kirsten Cinema strikes me as a possibility as well in Arizona um, who, who wouldn't go for a full ban. She might be like, oh, well, you know, if you're going to just restrict these high-capacity things or whatever, she might go for that. You might get the moderate Democrats to do that. But I don't think – I think Joe Manchin might be the loudest, but I don't think he's the only who would stand up against total bans and a complete dismantling of the Second Amendment. My dear friend, Virginia, can I can I just say this? Um, State Senator Bill Eigel of St. Charles County is promoting a bill in Jeff City uh, to preserve gun rights if the federal government adds restrictions. The bill, SB 39, uh, and it's been featured. Uh, it's been about uh, 10, 12 days since we've heard anything about that. Do you have any opinion or information on the uh, Second Amendment Preservation Act yeah, for the state of Missouri? The SAPA bill, yeah. You know, I think it's, it, it's an interesting preemptive step. I don't know... Um, I'm not sure how it will come down as far as once uh, once the if the federal government if they do pass a law I don't know how they because the reality is the best way to get rid of it is to challenge it because if it goes back to the Supreme Court we have a favorable court when it comes to gun control um, and so you would really yes you'd want to put that protection in place in your state if you could but you also want to channel energy into fighting anything that Congress does. 
because we have, like I said, we have a favorable court now. If you get it done first, that see, that raises another concern. You were talking about forward thinking. My concern would be that they see that coming and they're waiting to make adjustments to the court before they right. try to push something that's going to get challenged and likely overturned. So that you would know be where my they... concern, that it raises the issue, because they're all interconnected. It raises the issue of court packing and everything else, because does, they yeah. can't get gun control passed unless they first pull out the obstacles in the Supreme Court. Do you know where the Thank ultimate? You, Virginia. Yeah. Do you know where the ultimate power lies, Virginia? With that, like, if a state passes something like that, can it override a federal uh, mandate, or does the federal bill always um, is 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 always the more powerful one? Well, it, it's it's a gray area. It's the same yeah. thing. Like, there technically there's a federal ban on on marijuana. Right. But right. How many states have legalized it? Yeah. Great so, point. Yeah, so you you see issues like that, or it's this it's the reverse of the sanctuary city policy, or you know we're not going to, and and so you're you're always going to end up with, eventually it's going to go to court, and then the question is, do you have a favorable court, mm-hmm. and where are they going to come down? Yep. So are they going to come down on the side of states' rights? Or are they going to say no? There's a present danger the federal government can overstep. So yeah. the, the, the it's always a mess, isn't it? I'm getting is that Democrats would like to do away with federalism because they don't want states' rights. They don't want local control because any locality that has tried their policies on a small scale knows they don't work. And the only way to get what they want is to pass them on a grand scale before anyone can react. Yeah, they want that that ultimate power, you know, one, one centralized location that makes the rules for the entire country, which, you know, uh, in and, my opinion, does not work at all. If you look at the executive orders, look at the scope of the executive orders that have come out. Uh, I mean, it's everything from health care to immigration. to It's because they don't want Republicans to know where to look. Yeah. Yep. Because Great point. if you focus on immigration, you can't focus on health care. If you can't, the reality, they keep talking about walking and chewing gum at the same time. The reality is no one in Congress can. Whatever they tell you, they can't do it. They yeah. cannot. I mean, look at look at what happened last year. I mean, Democrats can walk and chew gum at the same time, and yet coronavirus went under the radar for an entire month because they were so busy trying to impeach Trump. Mm, great point. That is Virginia Cruda, our friend from The Daily Caller. Uh, Virginia, unfortunately, we are out of time. If people want to follow you, what you're working on, your articles there on The Daily Caller, or just follow you on social media, what are all the different ways they can do so? Uh, at dailycaller.com, uh, or at dailycaller on Twitter, dailycaller.com on the web. You can find me at VA Cruda on Twitter. And yeah, just I check out the main site, though, because there's a lot more great stuff from our other colleagues. Are you, you shocked go. you haven't been banned from Twitter yet? Yeah. Just real quick. <laughs> sure. A little bit. I, I mean, I, I'll tell you what. I think I've had a, I've had my own satellite since about 2010. So, I don't know. We'll see. Good stuff. Virginia, thank you so much for your time. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thank you. You bet. All right. Let's take another quick break. When we get back, we are going to get out on the water. We're going to talk a little fishing with our friend Mike Marfell on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Well, I'm going to miss her. I get home Right now 
this lake shore. Yeah, and baby. <laughs> sitting in the sun, I'm sure it'll hit me. Who is this, Bo? Wait for it. Okay. Brad Paisley. When I walk through that door tonight, yeah, I'm gonna miss her. Oh, looky there. I've got a bite. <laughs> <on> <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. And that is exactly what we are going to talk about here momentarily with our friend Mike Marfell, the professional fisherman. Thank you so much for joining us. Big thank you to uh, Virginia Cruder from The Daily Caller for joining us in that last segment. Don't forget about the podcast if you missed any of that conversation. And don't forget about the podcast of the radio show and the podcast exclusive because our buddy Mike is going to stick around for that podcast exclusive. So we'll talk to him uh, here momentarily, finish up the show with him, and then continue that discussion on the podcast exclusive. We're going to be talking about fishing. We're going to talk about the great outdoors. And anytime we're talking about the great outdoors here on the show, it's brought to you by Razorback Armory. They are your full-service firearm shop that strives to be the area's premier destination for firearm enthusiasts. Go meet Jesse, Brad, and Kenny on Manchester Road, a half mile east of 270, right next to the tennis shop. You'll see that, but the Razorback Armory is right next to them. Find them online at RazorbackArmory.com. Tell them Bo sent you. Mm-hmm. And now Mike Marfell joins us on the line. Mike, what's going on, brother? Not much, man. Living the dream. Yeah. Working from home. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so what I'm, you... I'm still I'm still I'm still on board, man. I don't want to go back. Hopefully they don't make it. <laughs> we'll see. So as far as fishing's concerned, what are you doing right now? Is this uh, a time to it's kind of getting ready, baby. Restock yeah. and, and get yeah, get ready for the new year. New I season. got a tackle warehouse or a uh, out uh some kind of bait box showing up about every other day, uh just getting ready, uh getting rods out, getting line on, updating my electronics on my boat. Going out and setting in it, going through it, just making sure, you know, I'm going to be pretty light come the spring, you know, that early, early pre-spawn, late winter, whatever you want to call it. Did you just say you, don't need did you, just say you stuff, go out and so. sit in your boat? Oh, I do. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in your that. garage. You know, I, I, love- well, I don't have cable, and I've never had cable for like the last 25 years. So when the Blues are in the playoffs, I would sit in my boat, drink bush beer, and listen to the Blues games on the boat radio. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's fantastic, <laughs> and that's why he is Mike Marfield. That's right. Do you get yeah. out? Do you go out when it's cold like this at all? I mean, you know, we famously talked on this show about it's it, as long as the water's not frozen, it's still fishing season. Um, Dude, it's I I do yeah. I I haven't personally because I've been super busy with work and and when we get into it on the Pad Class exclusive, I got my schedule coming up and and I wrote it down so we could talk about it. It's yeah. freaking overwhelming. Hmm. So I've been trying to get everything wrapped up around here so I don't have to uh, get divorced. Uh, <laughs> but yes, uh, the, the fishing's out of sight. Uh, a buddy of mine won. Him and his brother had no practice. They showed up the day of the tournament at Table Rock two weeks ago. No and kidding. they won with 25 pounds of largemouth two wow. weeks ago. Tony. Wow. So you don't think fish can be caught this time of year. <clears throat> You're not looking in the right spot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they they weren't. It wasn't like they had 25 and nobody else had anything yet. There was plenty of 20 pound bags behind them. So, yeah, it's, it's the fishing is really good. Now today, you would be a miserable son of a gun out there. I'll promise you that. Right. Yeah, but the rain makes it, it makes the fish bite sometimes. Yeah. It, it makes the fishermen miserable. Yeah, as yeah. we're yeah, as we're recording this, it, it's uh, it is not. Yeah, it's cold and and rainy outside. It's not a it's not a good. Carl, day. give me snow and fifteen degrees, 
over rain and 45 every time. Yeah. The right. snow bounces That's off of you, and you don't wear a wet blanket all day. Bo, can, uh, so, next time there's a blues game on, can Mike just plop the boat in, in your in your pond and listen to it over there? Or is that off well, limits? Well, he, he'd, he'd, he'd catch as many fishes from his garage. So, yeah, sure, come on. <laughs> While this is airing, there is actually a blues game on right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. And, and, and by the way, are, oh, how long do you think? Yep. Well, when, oh, wow. the, when the show is airing. Yes. On both oh, stations. Yeah, yeah, on both yet. stations, not the two o'clock games. Yep. Yeah, there you go. That's funny. Okay, so ice fishing happens in Minnesota, like, you know, by November. Um, we're getting ready to go into a really cold snap, and it's going to freeze my pond and a lot of other, you know, small ponds that are around. But I wonder how long it takes, Mike, to be able to get out there on that uh, ice to be able to fish. How long do we have to be <laughs> sub-zero mm. for that? Man, I, I don't know the answer to that, and I'd hate to give it, but for me, a long time. I don't have any, <laughs> a month. Uh, any desire to go stand on that ice. The way you uh, find out is you take a, you, you go fishing with a buddy, and you have them walk out there first. And, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, you, you don't have to be faster than a bear. you got to be faster than your, your buddy. Yep. So so I'll tell you what. we got a lot to talk with Mike about. Uh, unfortunately, we're out of time here on the show. Oh. But we are going to get into all of that. Yeah, on the podcast exclusive. Save your questions. Save your topics uh, for the podcast exclusive because there is a lot to talk about with Mike. I've got a lot of questions about this upcoming season. Uh, Mike, before we go, if people want to hear more from you, uh, you know, you guys got the YouTube stuff going. How can, yep. uh, how can people hear more from you? Ten Horse Monty is where you can go to find my buddy Gabe. I'm on several episodes and also Monday Night Live. Um, you can find that. That is a, a, a separate form on the Ten Horse Monty YouTube page. Yeah. You guys are still uh, where, doing that? They you... have different pros every Monday night yeah. where you can log in and ask questions. That's excellent. So, very, very cool stuff. And yeah. ten, 10 Horse Monty is T-I-N, like the metal. Yep, ten, ten Horse Monty. Like a tin boat. There yep. you go. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. That is Mike Marfell. He's going to stick around for the podcast exclusive, so make sure you download that podcast and hear the rest of the discussion there. You missed anything on today's show, make sure you download the podcast. You can get the Second Amendment Radio podcast anywhere you get podcasts. I recommend the Radio.com app, though, because that is the best place to get it. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Tony Colombo. For Carl Middleman and Bo Matthews, we'll see you next week for another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. See you, boys. Another bite. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.